Good morning, friends. Today is Thursday, the 10th of September, 2020. Today, we remember Alexander Crummel. We read Psalm 50, Job 29, verse 1, and 31, verses 1 through 23, Acts 15, 1 through 11, and the Gospel of John 11, 17 through 29. God is spirit and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive restore and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God. And we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 50. The Mighty One. God the Lord speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before God is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around. God calls to the heavens above and to the earth that they may judge thy people. Gather to, to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice the heavens declare God's righteousness, for God themselves is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. 
O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds. For every wild animal of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the air, and all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and all that is in it is mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, and pay your vows to the Most High. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to recite my statutes, or take my covenant upon your lips? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. You make friends with a thief when you see one, and you keep company with adulterers. You give your mouth free rein for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your kin. You slander your own mother's child. These things you have done, and I have been silent. You thought I was one just like you. But now I rebuke you, and lay the charge before you. Mark this, then, you who forget God, or I will tear you apart, and there will be no one to deliver. Those who bring thanksgiving as their sacrifice honor me. To those who go the right way, I will show the salvation of God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Job, chapter 29, verse 1, and chapter 31, verses 1 through 23. Job again took up his discourse and said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I look upon a virgin? What would be my portion from God above and my heritage from the Almighty on high? Does not calamity befall the unrighteous, and disaster the workers of iniquity? Does God not see all my ways, and number all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, and my foot has hurried to deceit, let me be weighed in a just balance, and let God know my integrity. If my step has turned aside from the way, and my heart has followed my eyes, And if any spot has clung to my hands, then let me sow and another eat, and let what grows for me be rooted out. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, and I have lain in wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let other men kneel over her. For that would be a heinous crime. That would be a criminal offense. For that would be a fire consuming down to Abaddon, and it would burn to the root all my harvest. If I have rejected the cause of my male or female slaves when they brought a complaint against me, what then shall I do when God rises up? When God makes inquiry, what shall I answer? Did not the one who made me in the womb make them? 
and did not one fashion us in the womb? If I have withheld anything that the poor desired, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone and the orphan has not eaten from it, for from my youth I reared the orphan like a father, and from my mother's womb I guided the widow, if I have seen any one perish for lack of clothing, or a poor person without covering, whose loins have not blessed me, and who was not warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the orphan, because I saw I had supporters at the gate, then let my shoulder blade be then let my shoulder blade fall from my shoulder, and let my arm be broken from its socket. For I was in terror of calamity from God. And I could not have faced God's majesty. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle J, a song of Judith. I will sing a new song to my God. For you are great and glorious, wonderful in strength, invincible. Let the whole creation serve you. For you spoke and all things came into being. You sent your breath and it formed them. No one is able to resist your voice. Mountains and seas are stirred to their depths. Rocks melt like wax at your presence. But to those who fear you, you continue to show mercy. No sacrifice, however fragrant, can please you. But whoever fears God shall stand in your sight forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. Then certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. You cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. So they were sent on their way by the church. And as they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, they reported the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the believers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and said, It is necessary for them to be circumcised in order to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders met together to consider this matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, My siblings, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that I should be the one through whom the Gentiles would hear the message of the good news and become believers. And God, who knows the human heart, testified to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as God did to us. And in cleansing their hearts by faith, God has made no distinction between them and us. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing on the neck of the disciples a yoke 
that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear. On the contrary, we believe that we will be saved through the grace of our sovereign Jesus, just as they will. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle R, A Song of True Motherhood God chose to be our mother in all things, and so made the foundation of their work, most humbly and most pure, in the virgin's womb. God, the perfect wisdom of all, arrayed himself in this humble place. Christ came in our poor flesh to share a mother's care. Our mothers bear us for pain and for death. Our true mother, Jesus, bears us for joy and endless life. Christ carried us within them in love and travail until the full time of their passion. And when all was completed and they had carried us so for joy, still all this could not satisfy the power of their wonderful love. So all that we owe is redeemed in truly loving God. For the love of Christ works in us. Christ is the one whom we love. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 11 verses 17 through 29. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Mary and Martha to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now... I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the begotten of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when Mary heard it, she got up quickly and went to Jesus. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. A couple of things that I would like to, thoughts I would like to share about the readings today. In our epistle reading, what I want to hone in on is the Pharisees' desire that the Gentiles be assimilated assimilated into their culture. And I think that's really poignant for us right now because one of the problems with racism is 
wanting other cultures to assimilate into our culture, considering ours to be the superior culture and asking them to become like us in order to have equal right and privilege. And it's a difficult balance, I know, to to be welcoming and affirming of different backgrounds and practices. And I always kind of struggle with where is the line for that. And I think obviously there's a line where there are human rights issues if other cultures are engaging in practices that violate human rights. Of course, we can't. We can't accept that, but I think neither should we accept, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we don't have to embrace another culture and its practices wholeheartedly and allow them to be practiced upon us in order to accept different ways of speaking, acting, etc. I know this might get kind of convoluted, but The point that I'm trying to make is that we need to not insist that others become like us in order to be valued by us. I think that's the basic point that I'm trying to make. And I'm trying to say that it needs to be held in tension with love, (laughs) with basic respect for our other. If part of your culture is to be disrespectful and abusive towards women and then you interact with me in a way that is disrespectful and abusive, I'm not going to tolerate that. Um, I run into before, um, which is so funny, where um, there's like a form of racism where bad behavior is, or I, I believe this is a manifestation of racism, where bad behavior, unhealthy behavior is written off like, oh, well, you know, they're just from that culture. Well, that's not okay. Um, just as we don't accept that from ourselves, neither should we accept it for, for others. So let's not be enabling racists, right? Um, so I think, I think both of those things should be true, that we should not um, force others to become like us in order to be valued and respected, and neither should we allow ourselves to be disvalued and disrespected or anyone. Let's just not devalue or disrespect anyone. How about that? And yeah, I know the word is actually devalue. So thank you, folks. It's early in the morning. (laughs) Um, I think actually that's all that I'm going to share today. I've kind of got to get moving. Um, Like I've been telling you, I'm not quite in my rhythm yet, and neither is Jack. Please pray for him. He's he's struggling um, with acclimating to this online school, and you know it's it's a it's a different it's different technology, and it's different software, um, it's different hardware, software, means and methods, and the school schedule in my apparent in my opinion is kind of crap. They've got all the easy stuff, like the free periods and everything at the beginning, and then have the AP and honors classes at the end of the day. And so it's just rough. So please pray for him. I I know he's got what it takes to get through this, but 
it is not fun or easy right now. So thank you, friends. I really appreciate that. I love you all. Let's affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. And using the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission, God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear God, I pray for healing. I pray for healing from racism on both ends. For we are all victims. I pray that it just be uprooted and abolished in the holy name of Jesus Christ. I pray for all those who are struggling during the pandemic, for those who are ill, for those who have loved ones who are ill, for those who are suffering because of the isolation of the pandemic. For those who struggle with the new routine, new technology, 
for those who pine for human touch. I pray that we may be comforted, sustained, and granted your holy peace that surpasses all understanding. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.